Hi everyone, I'm your host Matt Salem and you have tuned in to another episode of Our Best Behavior, a podcast brought to you by Behaviorally, winner of the 2020 Market Research Podcast Award. Behaviorally, formerly PRS, helps brands improve shopper and consumer experiences by defining and diagnosing the behaviors that drive shopper growth. Each month we produce a podcast to share industry insights on trending topics designed to help you make better shopper marketing decisions. Today we are joined by Alex Hunt, CEO at Behaviorally. Alex, great to have you on the show today. Thank you, Matt, and uh, Happy New Year to you and Happy New Year to all of our listeners. Same to you. Happy New Year. So another happy occasion that I'd like to talk about first, happy birthday, so to speak. Behaviorally, formerly PRS, hits 50 years, which is amazing. And with that, one year since the rebrand of Behaviorally. How are you feeling about that? Well, look, I think for any organization... It's exciting to turn 50 or 100 a a milestone. Most businesses have a much uh, shorter shelf life, if you excuse the pun in our context, than than that. And I, you know, I was reading something recently where you know the average business has a a sort of seven year life cycle before it reinvents. And so for for behaviorally formerly PRS to have such um, longevity, I think is just credit to everyone who's been involved in the business through such such a long period of time. You know, what I'm most excited about though, of course, is is the future and and really, you know, that requires us to dwell on on the past year as as behaviorally, uh, our inaugural year as behaviorally. And um, you know, as, as many listeners will know, we rebranded the the business almost a year ago to the day and it's really been quite a phenomenal year. You know, we've we've driven a a new digital first strategy through the whole business. We've we've grown globally from from one country to five. You know, and we've really invested in in new businesses. You know, particularly targeted at the digital shopper. So I think you know that's really quite exciting as we look forward. And I'm sure going through that rebrand over the past year, you've learned quite a lot. Is there any highlights? Would you point to one or two things? Maybe something that was surprising or something that you just gravitate toward in terms of what you've learned throughout the rebrand of Behaviorally? Uh, two, two things, really. I mean, you know, one, I think that rebranding certainly gets a bit of a, a bad rap in the industries and all of the rebranding stories people point to are typically the, the negative uh, ones. And I think it's it's really credit to our team, you know, the, the work that we did in redesigning our new brand, as well as the phenomenal amount of storytelling that we did with our own teams um, and our own staff members to engage them in it, that have really made this a, a tremendous success. And, and I think, you know, the, the first um, pleasant surprise really is just how successful and how energizing it's been for the for the wider organization you know the second bit would just be that you know for anyone considering that journey or that decision i i would encourage just to to think through two things right one don't underestimate the power of that positive story and the degree to which um, the brand can energize both your staff and your clients and your business. Um, but by the same token, don't underestimate the the amount of work. And I have to say our team has done a phenomenal amount of work um, to make that happen. And, you know, I wouldn't take that decision lightly. Yeah, good points. As you think through the past year and you think about behaviorally and certainly looking into the future and ensuring that behaviorally is ready for the future of research, of insights, what trends are you seeing in the industry right now that is leaning into the future? 
Look, I think it is probably the most exciting time to work in the industry. You know, as, as entry-level people come into it, I always tell them that, you know, we're, we're at the intersection of some really interesting trends, right? Data, artificial intelligence, human understanding. And, you know, it's, a, it's an opportunity to enter an industry that really sits at that intersection of fascinating trends. You know, for us, what's going to drive growth in the industry forward? I mean, I think it's it's probably three things. The first, very, very much is the disruption caused by technology. Um, technology is going to continue to be the primary disruptor in the industry. And for me, a, a force for good. You know, we have to face into the the disruption that technology you know, provides and it allows us to really improve very, very quickly. And I, I think going forward, you know, the capability of insights firms and the capability of the insights function on the corporate side um, is going to evolve and improve continuously and evolve and improve the technology at a rate that is now parallel with, with other sectors. And I think, you know, that's something that the insights industry is really getting used to. Um, you know, we've changed a lot over the last 15, 20 years, um, certainly that I've been in the business, but probably slower than many other sectors. And then the rate of change driven by technology's disruption is now going to be um, a parity, uh, I would I would argue, with, with other sectors. And that's a positive thing. It will make us better. Um, so technology facing into how we conduct insights is, is, is one piece. I think the second is just technological disruption you know, in, in society and with consumers, um, that opens new opportunities. Um, and, you know, for us, at least in our domain, it's around the digital shelf and e-commerce. You know, we've seen that already be the fastest part of our business to grow. Um, we think it'll be at least half of our business in the years to come. And as clients invest more in gaining an advantage in the digital shelf, I think that creates new opportunities for insights companies. What I will say is that the the dynamics of that world, the business model is very different to the dynamics of the physical world. And the solutions that win will be solutions that are built for that context um, versus solutions that are built for a, an analog world and then adapted for the digital world. And I think that really gives us a lot of confidence with our digital first strategy at Behaviorally that you know we will be successful and become the market leader, frankly, at the, at the digital shell. And then the third, third dynamic, you know, really making... The, the business grow and the industry grow is is talent um you know there's some phenomenal people in the industry you know everybody knows it's a hot job market at the moment but what's more interesting is that you know data um is is really in abundance but humans who can really draw meaning from that and and really extrapolate that meaning to understand why other humans are making the decisions that they're making and and link that to some sort of commercial outcome for clients or brands i think will be in hot demand you know for that reason i really do think that talent is absolutely key across the across the insights industry as well i mean certainly it's a core pillar of our our strategy forward at the behaviorally of course and we're honored to have some of the brightest and best people i, I think in the industry well it's good to hear that the uh, old-fashioned human piece will still be needed in industry, despite all the technological advances, and that robots won't be taking over anytime soon. Sure, you know, I had a fr- <laughs> I had a friend once who, um, you know, he was qualitative, and at various points over the last several years, you know, people have prophesied the death of the focus group, and uh, <laughs> you know, my my, my friend said to me, you know, Qual, 
Alex is just talking to people, people talking to people. You know, when is that ever not going to be needed? And I think that that's very, very true. You know, technology is relentless at at driving and forcing improvement and gains in capability, but there will be a human element to to what we do, and it, it's why you know making sure we have the right talent across the industry is is really imperative. And yeah, that makes sense. So in thinking about some of the dynamics that you've discussed, particularly technology and, and how it is relentless, and then thinking about how that impacts insights on the one hand, but the brands and the retailers that we work with day to day, and how that might shape their business, and how that can change the way that they need to interact with places such as behaviorally, what else are you seeing in terms of what our clients, our brands, retailers are going to be focusing on as the industry continues to evolve? Driving commercial growth. I mean, I think Insights functions as clients. You know, for a long time, we're involved in the execution of research. Um, that was their primary function. You know, now with that being automated and, you know, the gains in capability, corporate side departments undoubtedly will have to, you know, drive value creation, drive growth within their businesses. I think that will be an increased focus for them. And, you know, again, it filters down into what we're seeing across the industry, right? In order to do that, they need better solutions. Um, and, and we can rely on technology to help provide those. Um, in order to do that, they need solutions that are built for today's problems, right? Which is solutions that have perhaps built for the world of digital commerce. And finally, they need talented people who can help them navigate and tell a story. And again, that goes to our wider conversation around the fact that those who can connect data with a story that drives commercial value will be of more value in the industry. And I think, you know, that's true on both the corporate side and the, the supply side. You know, there's a lot of power in storytelling, being able to put things, if you will, in layman's terms so that business decisions can be made quite easily and unearthing those gems from the data, it's always going to remain important and we're always going to need that human piece. So in terms of thinking about the future of behaviorally and topics you've touched on in terms of e-commerce and the influence of technology on what we do, can you give us a bit of a sneak peek perhaps of what's in store for behaviorally come 2022 and beyond? Sure. There's three things really for us this year. I mean, one is making sure that we really take all of those technological enhancements and drive better solutions for our clients. Um, and we mean that both in our core business, so improving our, our core packaging solution as an example, as well as building and launching new solutions that are really built for today's problems, you know, be that at the digital shelf. And really, we are the market leader at the physical shelf. Um, we need to stay stay there and, and we will be the market leader at the digital shelf as well. And we are investing heavily in that area. Secondly, growth globally. You know, we plan to launch in five new markets during the course of 2022, um, beginning in Q1. And we're excited to do that. It allows us to serve our clients locally, which is really very, very important. Um, and then third, you know, I, I think you can expect us to continue to enjoy um, the work. I mean, you know, it's a, a privilege to lead such a terrific team you know one of our core values is trusting each other and and assuming the best of one another and you know really that's incredibly important it means we can accomplish lots of great things together as a group but most importantly enjoy ourselves along the way as well and enjoy working with our with our clients um, all around the world so 
I think you know you can always expect a behaviorally person with a smile on their face if you're a market research buyer in, in the shopper domain. Um, so that's what to expect from us this year. Awesome, awesome. Well, you know, I always like to throw in a last question of sorts and uh, maybe keep it a little bit more personal. This is somewhat personal, somewhat professional. Been noticing you sporting quite a bit of behaviorally merch. I want to know what what new merch might be coming in the uh, in the year, and can I get my hands on some? How exclusive is this merch? You'd have to ask our, our terrific marketing team on that, but highly exclusive, probably. Highly exclusive. <laughs> Sounds right. Limited edition. You're giving me some ideas, actually, for some internal giveaways, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Limited edition merch. Yep. All right. Well, Alex, thanks a lot for taking time out of the day to spend here at Our Best Behavior and our podcast and really appreciate it. Um, Looking forward to all that's coming this year in 2022. Thanks again for your time and to our audience, thanks for listening and we'll catch you next time here at Our Best Behavior.